0: business strategy tips, and more. Let's get to it. So excited about today's episode, but before we get started, I wanna let you know that there's a free gift for you. If you go to hayleyrowe.com slash video hyphen marketing, you will be able to score yourself a cheat sheet with all the tips shared in the episode today. So check it out. It's at HaleyRowe.com slash video hyphen marketing and enjoy the cheat sheet. All right, have a good day. We got Dr. Judy here today and we're going to be talking all about mindset, conversions, and video marketing today because Dr. Judy is an expert in all three of these things and she really helps uh, practitioners and naturopaths and people that type with their business. So Dr. Judy, I'll let you kind of explain your background and introduce yourself to our audience.
1: Yeah, thanks Haley. I'm really, really excited to be on here with you first because you're stellar in what you do. You know all this techie stuff that I have no clue still. I'm all excited. So thanks for having me on here and to be able to talk to the practitioners because there's so many of them that are lost. So just to give a little bit of background, Uh, 30 years as a naturopath, classical naturopath. I had two clinics, one in Green Bay, Wisconsin, one in San Diego, California. So I had a lot of clinical work and mostly with people with cancer, detoxing for cancer, building the immune system for cancer, emotional, mental part for cancer, lots and lots of stuff in my clinic. But in 2010, I got really, really, really burnt out. Um, It's just tough watching people just go through their journey. It's not easy, right? So I'm like how do I reach more people? Because the clinic setting, of course, you're only seeing one person at a time. Right. And I would spend a couple of hours with each one. So it was rough. I was like really frustrated and getting burned out. So I heard this thing about the internet, like, what is this? You know, and I, it was in Silicon Valley, California. I went to a conference and I learned that this internet could reach millions. I was like, what? And so I got into it and I hate marketing but you gotta learn how to do some kind of marketing online, which is what I'll share with everybody today. And then I found something called YouTube. I was like, what video? So it was like a double what? And the videos really, it got me excited because that was kind of like meeting people in person, but not because they could see me, hear me, feel me we just didn't get to shake hands, but it was so similar. And I got really excited. So at that time in 2010, there was nobody teaching video, nobody really out there. So we all were learning on our own. So I just got up and I just kept making videos all day long. And now here we are 10 years later, I'm at about 3.1 million views, right? So it's it's still a drop in the bucket though. It's just like, boop, you know, it's still 3 million sounds like a lot, but, we need so much more. So my passion now uh, is that I want to get practitioners, functional medicine docs, naturopaths, acupuncturists, integrative oncologists, the docs, the practitioners who are still in their brick and mortar and want to get online and are like confused, like how do I make that leap and what do I do? How do I get reach? Millions of people with my message and show them what I did in the 10 years. So I got lots of strategies, lots of shortcuts, lots of fun stuff. Our 30 minutes is going to go fast, but I talk fast, so it'll be all right.
0: Awesome. Yes, I love that background. And when it comes to um, transitioning from a brick and mortar to going online, that really is a big step for a lot of people. And when it comes to video marketing, it's such a fast shortcut to building trust with people online. So tell us a little bit about how you've been able to grow your youtube to over three million views and some tips you'd have for somebody who's listening who's like you know i need to get on video i just don't know where to start and i'm you know just give me some tips
1: yeah so first things first is just think of the number five five things that you got to do with every single video and it's super super simple so everybody take notes and we'll run through it first things first is those who are in brick and mortar, get that camera out, even if it's just your cell phone, open it up, and ask every single person who walks in, hey, can I just take a quick video to hear how you felt when you came in to see the doc? Many docs are afraid of doing this, but there is uh, a doc right now doing it for ozone therapy and crushing it because people want to share their story. They want to help other people. So that's the first thing, is just start videoing with your camera every single day and then putting it up five different five is going to be all day five is the way to go so on your email list on your website on your facebook on your linkedin instagram right every single place put it up there and i'm not even talking about youtube channel just to repurpose that short little video another thing is not more than five minutes right again that magic five right so people don't have an attention span they don't want to sit there for 30 minutes, listening to a guy with his knee pain and how you helped him and all the story about where he lives and his uncle bought him. And <laughs> it gets boring really fast because these are not actors, right? They're patients, right? So as you're videoing the person, just have quick questions. Hey, what's your name? Where are you from? What happened? And just keep it flowing. And five minutes, say, thank you, good. And then the main thing is having your keywords. That's what really opened up my videos and went viral. went viral again by time. The five, I don't know. And so what happened was if I, in, in uh, 2010, actually, the first year, I figured out that people wanted to detox with their diet and all that stuff. And so I went viral because I used keywords that were specifically what people were looking for. Very simple to do is just you Google in, let's say your specialty is um, insomnia, right? And it's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm like struggling, I can't get to sleep. So you Google in insomnia. Well, that's a big keyword, right? But what about Insomnia for people over 50. Oh, but that's a whole different thing. So you can make a short five minute video on somebody you've helped or your own points on how you help people with insomnia and what was the solution that you offered. And then always, always, always at the end of the video, what do you want them to do next? This is the secret nugget. This is the secret sauce that everybody's missing. They never say anything except, oh, I helped somebody heal from insomnia great. Where does this person find you? (laughs) So put your phone number out there. I was warned not to put my phone number on there. I did anyway. And I'm so happy I did because 10 years later, people still call me. I still have business. I never advertise. I just use these videos with my phone number. You don't have to answer the phone. You just could say, this is my business line and have your message on there. So at the end of every single video, the bottom line is make sure you have what they call a call to action, CTA, where you want them to call you or contact you. So that could be via phone number, email, website where they sign up uh, for your email, that's fine as well. But the fastest way I've found is that phone number and email, get them on so that you can immediately contact them and immediately call them back, email them back and say, Hey, I heard you watch my video on insomnia. and I'm so happy that you watched it. Let's talk, right? So those are the quick and easy ways that every video has to have short have your keywords and have your call to action. The last part of this is tag words. Oh my goodness, tag. I have been yelled at by patients that said, do you know it took me a year to find you? Why didn't you let me find you sooner? I was like, I didn't know. And you of course are the queen of SEO Haley. So SEO is something I didn't know. It's specific tags that you put on your videos. When you upload them onto YouTube, that people could find you. Without that, they don't find you. Even though if you have your keywords in your headline, even though if you have them in your description, you still have to have them in your tags. So you have to do a little research to just find out, oh, insomnia over 50, insomnia for people who are going through menopause, insomnia for people who are after surgery. There's so many different avenues of that and then list them all there. And that way, when people are searching for you, they're like, oh, there it is. Uh, I'm over 50, I have insomnia. Let's see what this doc has to say, right? and it's a quick way for them to find you. So those are the key components, the keywords, the keeping a short tag, all that stuff really makes a difference for quick, quick finds so that people could connect with you and your specialty. I love that. And I've been taking notes in the comments section so that when we have the show notes,
0: we'll be able to beautifully summarize what you just said because it was super valuable. And the thing about tags is so interesting because... I agree. A lot of people aren't leveraging those on YouTube, and what you can do. And when I was in music, this was something that I learned from somebody who I was working with on YouTube to help my videos. He said you even have to think like the person because they're probably going to have typos sometimes. Yeah. They're probably going to not include like the full phrase. Like they might say um, lose, like lose weight, moms or something. Like they're not going to say for mom like. He he even was getting me to think like the person who might be typing those things in. And some people, I feel like when they're typing in their tags, they're not
1: thinking about that kind of stuff. No, and the quick way to do that, what I've learned is uh, in like if you're on Google on the browser, you just start typing in whatever you want to teach in your video. So let's say it's insomnia, and then it'll come up with uh, suggestions. And I literally use those suggestions. Now there's many, many ways to um, to test to see if those suggestions are viable, if they're not so competitive. I have that on my patient attraction system. But the point is, is that at least you get suggestions in Google so that you could see what people are looking up. Because like you say, a lot of people don't even know how to spell insomnia, right? So that will come up and it's like, oh, insomnia, they're spelling it with no I? At the end, what? Like, they don't know. So, you need to put that in your tag, the misspelling of that word, because those are people looking for you, right? So, that's exactly right. You just look it up under the Google browser to get some ideas for that. I love that. And, with
0: the tags, do you
1: know if,
0: um, do you ever put, so you put different search phrases. Is there anything else you put? Like, do you ever put, like, people who are like minded to you, um, like Dr. X, or
1: anything that would be like minded or no? You can like um, in the in the tags. Yeah, I it depends because, for example, if Dr. Axe is like, um, you know, talking about diet and gut health. Right. And I want to talk about digestive issues. Sometimes that actually work against you because he's such a competitive word and it's such a high ranked word that they're not they're going to look for Axe before they look for you. So what I've learned is, if Dr. Axe, for example, has a special this week on, um, he's talking about probiotics for people who have um, Crohn's disease, right? So and and it's he he just put out this big article, big videos. He's he's promoting his product, right? So the trick with that is to say, oh, Dr. Axe talks about um, uh, digestive issues for Crohn's, but then you put in your tag is. Um, what I think about Doctor Axe's product, right? That's still using his name, but you're twisting it that you're putting it yourself in there. You have to put the balance in there. It's tricky a little bit because there, you know, he's obviously got a big team for SEO and all that kind of stuff. But what I find, if it's current information, bingo, dingo. And the way to do that is go on Google Trends and Google Alert. So Google Alert is like super easy to use. You go on Google Alert and you say um, digestive issues. So that means that every single thing, articles, videos, um, websites that are current will come up in your email box and alert you that, hey, there's something happening in, in you know, the digestive stuff or insomnia stuff and you need to pay attention. And then you could spin off of that and make a video on that, simple dimple, right? Google Trends will tell you which way that's going so that you could watch over the last few months is there more interest in this because, oh, wow, Dr. Ox is pushing something or is it going downhill? You don't want to obviously do anything that goes downhill, right? So Google Trends will tell you which way it's going and whether you should pursue that. But Google Alert, which I love, I always use that when I was in detox, when I was doing cancer stuff, I would put those words in and every day. I had the words come up so i could write about it i could make posts about it i could have videos about it i didn't have to think about what was going on current because google uh, alert was telling me exactly what was going on all over the world of current issues on my particular topic i love this okay dr judy we're getting into this and
0: i'm actually loving it i'm wondering if we might have to have a separate episode about mindset and the other things because I'm I know, having right? so much fun. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so, so let's keep going with this video thing. When okay. you say the title of your video, okay? so do you use the same thing to come up with the title, same kind of Google Trends, Google Alert, what phrases are popular? Or is there something else you have to factor
1: in that's different from the tags when you come up with your title? Right. So, so the title always has to, and especially as practitioners, we have to address a pain point, right? If you don't address a pain point, you're not going to get their attention. So for example, when I was doing like gallbladder attacks, I would say best diet for gallbladder attack, right? So they're going to want to know, oh my God, I'm having a gallbladder attack. There's some food that could help me. Yeah. So best diet for gallbladder attack. So no more than five words, no more, Again, that five, magic five, because when that uh, title comes up in the title tag in the video, there's only a certain amount of space, only a certain amount of characters that could come in, right? So you want to keep it succinct. Now, do I go past that sometimes? Like if I'm naming it for fibromyalgia and Crohn's disease and IBS Yeah, I'll list them just because it still comes up. But it's very important to have your pain point in the first five words. Now, here's another secret I'm going to tell just your crowd. that No, I tell everybody this. This is so important. I love sharing this, is that Google will rank you in your videos by you saying the keywords in the first few seconds of your video. So in other words, if my keyword is diet for gallbladder attack, I need to say that says, Hey, everybody, Judy Sieger here. So happy to have you on this episode today. We're going to talk about diet for gallbladder attack, right? And then that way they pick up on the audio and that ranks you even higher. When you do that, you literally could knock off any competitor, even if they have tens of thousands of views, just by that trick alone and using the right keyword. Isn't that cool? So saying it, Putting it in the title, having five words, and having a compelling, um, a compelling like pain point. Like you know, people with gallbladder attack, people with insomnia, people with pain. From you know, they anything with pain, they want out. So when you're making a video, think about what is the pain you want to help them with. And the solution and the solution of course you can't go much in five minutes so you just say yeah apple cider vinegar is great for gallbladder attack pain and yes chamomile tea is great for insomnia but hey if you want more information and you really want to know what it takes call me and i'll talk to you walk you through what are your next steps right so it's that point of contact to let them know hey i've got this this will definitely help you But you got to, you know, go further. And some people complain. It's like, oh, you're just after the money. I'm like, yeah, dude, because you're not paying my bills this month. So, yeah, it's called business. So, you know, YouTube has, they get nasty. I don't know what it is. (laughs) Facebook. Yeah, it is. But that's okay because you're focused on helping the masses. And so every practitioner, as I'm talking, I'm hoping they're listening to this. Don't worry about the naysayers. Don't worry about all these people. Just focus on that you have a solution for somebody's pain and get that out in the forefront right away. I love it. Yes. And I'm so glad you brought up that call to action part again, because
0: anytime you are giving your phone number or inviting for a free call or asking them to email you, you're so right that that is the fastest way to just interact with another human and give them value and see what they need. Um, versus I think a lot of times people are like, well, I have to send them to my complicated email funnel and I have to give them five call to actions and I can't start my videos until I have my email funnel set up or all these little things where really, you just gotta get started. And the fastest way to start booking clients if you guys are stuck is to get in touch with people. So I love the call me. And by the way, people shouldn't be ratting on you for saying, hey, call me. You're giving them free time to, and you said, next steps right you're not saying well exactly my program
1: yeah but there's a there's a there's a tip on that i want to share as well so the call me thing i started 10 years ago and i just noticed i don't know if you know ashley graham she has a special show on and a lot of the celebrities now are actually putting their phone number out there for people to text them and i'm like yeah i'm 10 years ahead of you but that's okay i'm just happy that people are understanding they want to and it's a text message i get it but like you say, Haley, it is a point of contact. So what's very important is before you actually make that call or, or they call you is you send them a text back and say, hey, that's great. Let me have your email. And that way you have their email. And then what you do is you're going to give them five questions. It's, it's what is this with five today? <laughs> five questions. And in those questions, you're going to say, so what is your main health challenge? What do you wish to happen? Right. In other words, you need to find out their problem. Are you willing to invest in yourself? Right. You need to kind of vet them out. You don't, you're not gonna just sit there and give 15 minutes of your time away. You're valuable. Are you kidding? You're worth you know thousands of dollars per minute. So you need to kind of vet them out. And if they're not willing to do that, you know what? Lucky you, you don't have to waste your time on that person. I made the mistake. 10 years ago, I would have everybody call me. I would be on the phone literally morning till night. And I burned, I burned out so many times. Haley's not funny. (laughs) So I'm trying to prevent that for the docs so that they don't get burned out. So by sending those five questions, you're putting out, hey, I want to know what you're about. I want you to answer these questions so there's a little bit of accountability. And then ask them at the end, are you willing to invest in your health? And then I give a um, little Pricing point from 500 to 1,000, 1,000 to 2,000, 3,000 to 4,000, you know, so they could see, oh, this is not going to be for free. Hmm. Well, yeah, dude, you go on the internet, go get it for free, and you're not going to get your problem solved. And they know that, but everybody tries to pull your chain. So don't let them. And by doing just that one, it's super simple. They call you you get their email, you send them the five questions done. Of course, this could be all automated. That's your jam. I know you know how to do that, Haley. You could walk people through. My jam is, look, you're contacting me. Let's just start a conversation going, and I do it manually because in the beginning, you don't get that many. You maybe get get 10, 20 calls, right? That's, That's doable. When you start getting to 100, well, you could hire somebody like you, Haley, and then you could do it for them, set up the whole funnel, but in the beginning, it's just getting the momentum going. That's what's the cool part.
0: Yes. I love that you brought up the kind of weaving people out before you hop on the phone call or you preset or pre-frame them before the phone call so they know it's not just a, hey, we're just going to chat for
1: no reason. Like Yeah, right. Like I have nothing to do but chat with you. I still get called by right. people calling me every week. Oh, I just have a quick question because I have, you know, this pain. Can you help me? I'm like, yeah, dude. You're gonna have to make an appointment and set, fill out the questionnaire. This is, yeah, and it's just right. funny. People, you know, they don't know. They don't really. Right. So we have
0: to educate them, right? Right. And for their health, you have to know the full backstory. You can't just hop on a quick five minute chat and answer Absolutely. some random. And and with my clients, what we do is discovery calls a lot of the time. And they'll have a a form before they get on the discovery call that asks them the same similar questions. What are your top goals? You know, are you looking to invest? And I really love, we're both aligned on this, giving the price range rather than just saying, you know, it's it's $5,000 or nothing, right? Giving a price range of your coaching programs and packages and offers, even if it's your course, even if it's your ebook, like give that range so they at least know a little bit going in. Um, because you're just going to save yourself from the people who are just completely not even ready for a call with you, you know?
1: Yeah. And at the very last, I will say, um, if you're not ready to invest in your health, that is an option that they could check that they could just say, no, I'm not ready to invest. And you say, thank you for your time. Then please just go watch my videos. Uh, this is a paid program. Like I Mm -hmm. email them back and literally say that. And I've never, ever had a problem with that.
0: Good. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Now with the videos, how often as somebody who has over 3 million views on their channel, how often are you posting these videos and what are you noticing about the ones that get most popular versus the ones that maybe don't?
1: Yeah. So there's a few things now that um, I've learned over the 10 years that work. So first off is Um, Not only just having the keywords, but there's something called thumbnails. So thumbnails is when you go to a video and you see this like, um, you know, branding colors and you see some words and on there. So that is invaluable. So that pops way faster than just you with a weird face as you know (laughs) sometimes happens right your eyes are closed or you're making weird hand gestures right so having a thumbnail and you know you could make your own thumbnail it's not that hard but just three words like you know easy diet plan and then they know oh something with you know detoxing and you know whatever your specialty is so three words um put your branding colors in the thumbnail and that pops right away right so that's number one number two to get people to um, given so that there's most popular again, it's those keywords, right. To make sure that that's the ones that are hot topics. So what I use is, um, YouTube buddy, YouTube buddy is a great, uh, you could do a free resource, um, platform using that to figure out which words rank and are not so competitive that you're not even going to be up there, right? So that's number two, I use YouTube Buddy. And then number three is really use things that are relevant, right? Making sure that you're answering the pain point i cannot emphasize this enough so many docs are like willy-nilly oh yeah i do detox i'm anti-aging i'm you know a diet specialist i'm like dude like you're way too general so every single video has to be very drilled down niche and be very very specific so diet for gallbladder attack back 10 years ago there was nobody doing that there was literally nobody doing that so i went viral again, five times. (laughs) I went viral five times. So like 300,000 people, like overnight, I woke up and oh my God, there it was. But because I didn't know how to capture the emails, I lost a lot of momentum, right? So that's okay. You learn as you go along. So making sure that you're really solving a very specific niche pain with the solution is absolutely going to go viral because they're like, oh my God, somebody knows how to fix my frozen shoulder. Somebody knows how to help my hot flashes when I'm over 50 or somebody knows how, you know, everything very, very specific with the solution that you have, that's what makes it go viral because you're being authentic about it as an expert, because of course you are an expert as a practitioner, but you have a solution for one thing. So in other words, don't sit there and just talk about, you know, all the different things that you're doing for people in their healing journey, whether it's cancer, um, uh, chronic fatigue, Lyme disease, lupus, whatever, it's too much. Pick one specific niche per video and drill it down pain and solution. And that is what people want. They don't want 10 things. They don't have time for 10 things. They don't have the capacity to be focused for 10 things. They just want, I have a pain, solve my pain. Done. Love it.
0: Just like that. Ah, dropping the value. Keep it focused, you guys. And I do the same thing in my content. I know it. On my Facebook Lives, I dabble, or I talk about five tips. And it should have been one. And I could have spread that out into five different videos. So that is something that I'm working on. Now, when you said that you have a viral video um, and you had to learn to capture their email, what was the shift you made the next time to improve
1: that? Uh, uh, You mean to keep it going viral?
0: well to like so you said once it went viral but you didn't capture email leads right. and you had to learn from that experience so what did you do the the another time to
1: capture more emails that's where the testing comes in right so it, depending on what i was doing so each month i would have a um like a launch so i would launch either a webinar i would have a lead magnet i had a um, a friend told me she had 30 lead magnets. I'm like, 30 lead magnets? What are you doing with 30 lead magnets? She said, because once you have a lead magnet, people can, you could use it for any video and you're done. So I ended up with 10 lead magnets. So in other words, I had something on diet, a, di- a checklist for pain when they had gallbladder. And then I had a checklist for um, you know insomnia. And so anytime I made a video, I would look at my lead magnets and then I- the lead magnet, was the free offer that would capture their email. So here's the thing about conversions, and I, and I know we started maybe talking about conversions. It's very, very important that you get them from your video that whether you go viral or not is not important, is that you're getting them to subscribe. And it's a little tricky if you don't have an offer, right? So yes, you could have them call you if that's what you want. You say like, hey, I need more patients this month. Okay, great, they call you, they email you, great, that's not a problem. But really what you want is a long-term relationship. So the next step would be after you're starting to get people calling you is that you have a lead magnet that says, okay, you're going to get this lead magnet, a checklist of things to ask your oncologist. Great. In order to get that, you have to have a landing page with the email. Again, this is very simple. You could set it up on lead pages. You could just have a, hey, this is the the 10 questions you asked your doctor before you go in to have surgery. And then give your name and email done, goes to your email list, and now you have it, right? It's not that difficult. That's the biggest mistake I made when I went viral is I didn't capture the emails. I didn't know how to convert them. So I had to test my market. My market's gonna be different than some other people's market. You have to look to see, do they want a lead magnet? Do they want uh, another video? Do they want to talk to you? And that comes out with just asking them, Hey, what do you guys want? You know, ask your people, what do they want when you're on your social media, when you're on email, when you're talking to people, what do you guys want? Do you, would you rather have an audio as a podcast? Would you rather have a video? Would you rather have a, a guidebook? You've got to ask. Because what you and I decide, Haley, is maybe not what our clientele wants. So it's very, very important that we ask them and then give them what they want. And that way you save yourself a whole lot of time and a whole lot of money.
0: That is so true. I am very big on market research. And one of the times when I didn't do it, when I was early in my business, I wasted so much time on an ebook that nobody wanted. <laughs> so I had to learn I have the hard a lot those. Yeah. It oh, was
1: yeah. terrible. Yeah. No, yeah. I have a of You're those.
0: so excited and you're so lit up about it and you're like, yeah. And then you're like, wait, pause. <laughs> do not follow through on this.
1: <laughs> yeah. And a quick um, tip for that is I-, I learned this from a coach last year. She said, Put up a a few questions on your, let's say, Facebook and say, hey, guys, I'm doing a project and it's going to include all these different things about um, getting rid of pain. And I'm going to include, um, you know, courses and I'm going to include a checklist and then just list the things that you're thinking of doing. And then say, is anybody interested? And if you are hit, yes. That saved me a lot of time because if I got like 50 yeses, I'm like, bam, I'm going to create it. I never, ever now created anything unless I get like 20, 30, 40, 50 yeses that I know that they're interested. If I'm not getting it, I'm like, nope, I'm not going to create that. It sounded good, but I'm not getting any interest. So forget it. That just happened to me recently with something. And I was like, nope, not going to do it. So it's a great way to use social media to test out and just see, are they interested in what you're thinking of creating? If not, then ask them, right? So first things Mm -hmm. first is you've got an idea, ask them. And if not, then you say, hey, what are you interested? I'm thinking, you know, something for pain reduction. What do you want to know? And they'll say, oh, I want to know what supplements to take. I want to know what foods to help. Oh, okay. You want to know that kind of stuff, right? And they will lead you down the path of what you're, of what they're really looking for.
0: Yeah. And the best part about that too, is you're going to be able to follow up with every single one of those people. Once you have the lead magnet say it's here, here you go.
1: And exactly. you, every right? single one of those people who said yes, then you still follow up personally and says, Hey, by the way, and then, you know, talk to pitch them a little bit about your program or have them call you right there. That's like a warm list of people who are already interested. So yeah, that's a great way to double dip. Brilliant. Yes. And so, Did you, I can't remember, you might've said this, how many times a week do you put out a YouTube video? Oh, right, so so just to keep it realistic, I do it once a week, right? However, because now I've gotten better at it and it's five minutes long, I batch. So that means that the first week of every month, I um, do some research and figure out eight different topics of what I wanna talk about. Again, this is based on what people are commenting on, what I'm seeing is going on in the trends, whatever. So I create eight video outlines of what I wanna talk about. Then, and that takes like a little bit, a couple hours. Then the next day, I actually do the shoot because you gotta put the makeup, fix the hair, all that kind of stuff. The girls have it so hard. Guys are so easy. They just slip their hair back, put a shirt, they're done. (laughs) So the next day is when I actually do the shoot. Again, it takes me a couple hours. And then I upload it on my Dropbox. I now have a video manager. I used to do this all myself, but I now have a video manager and I say, here, Take And so they do the video editing because there's certain components you should have. Like you should have a subscribe box, hit the bell. There's certain components within the video that needs to be there so that people actually subscribe. So I have like 14,000 subscribers now on YouTube because I have added those little components. But the main thing is once a week for sure. And you tell them, listen, every Thursday at 10 o'clock, I have a video coming out. Very important because then they see the consistency and they're ready for you. And that's what builds momentum, right? Then you could take that video and put it to your email list, your social media, because you want to drive traffic back to that video very quickly. The first 24 hours, YouTube checks and sees, oh, how many people have viewed? It's the most important important part of a video when you put it out the first 24 hours. So, so, So the first day you think about what you're going to do. You make your outline, right? The second day you do the shoot. Right. And then the third day you either upload it or you have somebody upload it with the edits. Right. Ready to rock and roll so that they're scheduled every week. And then you make sure that you're getting it out to your list and all the other places in the social media.
0: Brilliant. Yes. And what about when people are um, commenting
1: on your YouTube videos? Does that really help? boost it? Or is that a big, yeah, yeah, great point, Haley. So that comments are excellent. So I though, because I've had some very nasty comments, she doesn't know what she's talking about. How dare she? She's not a medical doctor. And I'm like, yeah, the medical doctor got you in trouble in the first place, dude. <laughs> so I never bash, right? That's never the point of it, but you get some, re- I mean, really, truly ugly people on there. And so I report them right away. So there is a feature that you go on your dashboard dashboard and then you could put on there that you want to review the comments before they're posted right i that's what i do i do not want just everybody on there then what i do i check weekly and i look at my comments. and yes i it's very important that you get again a relationship going and it's like hey thanks for commenting yes i agree that apple cider vinegar is fantastic if you want more information don't forget to check out my website you know and then again you're always guiding them back to wherever do you, do you want them to call you do you want them to go to your email whatever it is you want that call to action just remind them but commenting each time another trick though which is kind of cool is there's this little heart wait how do you do the heart thing right <laughs> no i never know oh thank you, you got it. So yeah so the heart there's a little heart on the bottom uh, when you make comments so i hit the thumbs up that they commented and then i put i click on the heart because that shows them that they have been replied to in their comment, right? And then that will rank higher in your comment section. And then again, YouTube notices that, and it's like, oh, this person's getting activity, they're getting people commenting, and they rank that higher even yet. So very important to thumbs up, hit the heart, make that little comment, and just check on a regular basis.
0: I love it. Okay, and when people do, I like that you're voting up the comments you want people to see, right? Um, When it comes to growing your own YouTube channel, is it similar to Facebook and Instagram where you comment on others and you play with others and that can kind of increase the traction to your channel? Do you ever do that on YouTube or is that different?
1: It's really been hard. I, you know, I, I have tons of followers uh, from other channels and I try to comment on their stuff and send it back. It is a good strategy. It's, in our industry, in the holistic, and I will just say, I have seen it work very well in the real estate industry, people who are in drop shipping, you know, where there's a lot of tons of activity, right? But in our world, it's much more restricted and they're almost like they don't want to share comments and share people. you know. So finding those collaborations, finding those places you could comment and work back and forth together, as I have found proven much harder. Does it work? Absolutely. But it's just something you have to, what I have learned, address the admin of the channel, the YouTube channel, and try to build up a relationship with them uh, first. I usually do it on Facebook. I contact them and say, hey, I see you got a great YouTube channel. Thank you so much. This is what I do. Um, you know, Are you open to collaborating a little bit and commenting a little bit? You know, Kind of getting their permission and warming them up a little bit. That works brilliantly, right? Because then they see that you're real. They see that you really do want to help them. So always, always, always lead with, hey, I want to help you. I want to send you some of my people. What can I do? Oh, by the way, uh, this is what I do. And if you'd like to, see, right? So it's it's right. always what you do first for other people. What's right? in it for them, of course. And and you have that way
0: where you can um, say, you know, I have 3 million views and X subscribers. We're kind of on the same.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the people right. who are starting out, practitioners who start out, mm-hmm. they maybe only have like 300, 500 subscribers. They don't have many. So they're like, well, how do I do that? It's because you're an expert in your field. Right. So, um, I have right now, I'm working with the holistic pharmacist. I'm working with the holistic pathologist. I'm working with the anti-aging specialty, and they all say the same thing. I don't have anybody. I only have a few. It doesn't matter when you call or contact somebody, just say, Hey, listen, this is my specialty. I'm really, really good at it. And I would love to share my knowledge because I don't have a lot of, and just be upfront. I don't have a lot of subscribers, but I really know my stuff and I really want to help your people by sharing what I've learned in my clinical practice, in my years and years, because all of them have 10, 20 years, they're brilliant at what they do. And the other people don't, right? They're like, well, I'm dealing with pain inflammation, but this person is dealing with knee pain specifically, or frozen shoulders. Wow, that that would be a great collaboration, right? So nobody could be all things to all people. But by leading with your expertise, everybody likes that.
0: I love it. Amazing. Okay. Last two questions. I know we're going a little over and I hope you're okay with that. Um, but when it comes to getting your video out within that first week or right when it goes live, you said that that's really important time. Um, why is that? And what are you doing during that time? Are you, you're blasting it out to the five?
1: social media platforms. Like what else are you, what are you doing once the video goes live? Right. So as soon as that video goes live in those first 24 hours, I immediately take it and embed it in my email because my email list is always, always, always stellar. Right? So I don't have a large email list. It doesn't matter. I've had big email lists. I have small, either it's the interaction, right? So I immediately take that. Now there's two ways to do it. You could embed it. There's like an embed code from the videos that you could put into your email. You could do that. Or you could just take the link of the uh, YouTube video and say, hey, in in your email, hey, I just made this video about um, pain and inflammation. I'd love for you guys to watch. I literally tell them it was six minutes long. And then I put, and I say, watch now. And watch now is the hyperlink to go to the video, right? And then what I also learned, and I know you do this, Haley, is now I do an overview and I put three of the key points that I talked about in the video because not everybody wants to watch the video. They don't have time. They, you know, whatever. But having an overview is like, oh, good. Now they got an idea, whatever. So email is the first place. Social media. I use Facebook. That is my predominant platform. I immediately put it up there and I just say, hey, I just made this video. And again, the hook is the title and just a short, quick sentence. This is what we talk about. These are the main points. Put the video up there. Now on the Facebook, you need to put the thumbnail up because Facebook, as you have already said, it, um, Haley is that Facebook doesn't like YouTube. They do not like each other. Right? <laughs> so I have learned, I don't put the link in there. I says link is below and that way it's in the comments section. And I never have a problem. What I do is I put the thumbnail up in the in the Facebook post. And then I put the video link in the comment section. So that trick has never shut me down. I've never had a problem with Facebook. Never, never, never. It's been beautiful. You could do the same thing with Instagram, LinkedIn. I'm also doing it now with any social media. It's the thumbnail, which should be a nice stellar thumbnail with the colors, right? And the link below. And then that's uh, the five ways I said, right? So email, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and then of course YouTube, yeah. Amazing. Okay. Last
0: question for you, because there's going to be people watching and they're like, dang, Dr. Judy knows her stuff. I like this a lot. I want to do videos, but they're nervous and they don't like being on camera and they jumble around with their words. Any suggestions
1: for people who are video shy? Yep. So typically practitioners are not shy, just to know. (laughs) Doctors are used to giving talks all the time. Here's the challenge with docs. So I'm talking Functional med, path. they're used to doing conferences. They're doing interviews all day long. There is so, but they are so flipping boring. 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 I always tell them, you are so boring. I'm falling asleep. I was like, you know, and they're like, what? Why am I boring? Because you're not talking to other doctors. You're talking to the lay person. So, what I tell them, and you notice how fast I'm talking, like I'm going, blah, 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 blah. Because it's a, you, you want to keep the pace up. You want to keep them engaged. You want to like, wow! I have five things I want to share with you about pain and inflammation. So, if they're nervous, it's just a matter of getting used to it. I typically, with the practitioners I work with now, let's say your health coaches, Haley, are like, yeah, I don't like to talk about it. When I first got on in 2010, I, I was nervous as well, but I just kept the camera on me all the time until I got used to it. It took me about 50 videos and I was like, you know what? I feel like I'm talking to a client, so I'm just gonna pretend I'm talking to a client. And that mindset completely shifted for me and I pretended I was talking to one person in the camera. And when I thought about that, I would literally see their picture in my mind as I was talking. And I got super comfortable. I was like, oh, I'm talking to Linda. Oh, yeah, I remember when Linda had this pain. Oh, so I'm going to talk to her. Bam, it was gone. Like, it literally shifted for me, right? But the other docs, their issue is they're boring. It's like, pick up the pace, talk faster than your normal, and just, like, keep, like, at it So until you get that rhythm where you're like, yeah, I'm excited to share what I have for you and get authentic and get it in their face. And that that authenticity will make all the difference for the people. So awesome.
0: Yes, you got to think about your ideal client in that camera lens and make sure that even if you're afraid to always have the camera directly on you, start somewhere. Like if you have to do a pantry, you know, makeover and you have the camera on your pantry the first time with your voiceover,
1: like start there. Start and there. Yeah, and have, and have the tripods. Like I have like about yeah. three different kinds of tripods and I would literally just like you say, just keep it on there and practice having it all over the place. And eventually, yeah, you're right. You get used to it. Love it. Amazing.
0: Okay. So Dr. Judy, where can people find you after this episode? You are YouTube extraordinaire. You are helping those, um, people with their, the, sorry, the doctors and the, um, practitioners with
1: their marketing. Where can people find you? right so right now we have a webinar going on and we'll put the link below but it's judyseekerdetox.com forward slash doc webinar and uh, we're going to be teaching people about the patient attraction system that i developed because docs are really really lost how to attract Patients, whether it's using video, whether it's using email, whether it's using call to action, lead magnets, they're totally lost, how to do this. So whether you're brick and mortar, whether you want to be online, doesn't matter. The Patient Traction System webinar is up, ready to go, and we will have that link for them ready to rock and roll.
0: Perfect. And I will put that in the show notes as well. It will be at haleyrocom slash YouTube. That will be the show notes URL. Um,
1: and we will go from there. Thank you so much, Dr. Judy. Awesome. Thank you so much, Haley. And I hope everybody got a little bit of something and go apply it now, right?
0: Yes. Tag us, tag Dr. Judy and I on Facebook and Instagram. If you are implementing things or putting up your first video, we want to see it. Yeah, for sure. All right. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to get your free gift over at HaleyRowe.com by joining my email list. And remember, you can always connect with me and other health coaches in the Health Coach Nation free Facebook group, where I post trainings and videos on how to take your health coaching business to the next level. Can't wait to connect with you. Have an awesome day.